This is the voice of Carnage, and you are listening to Carnage Cast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 24 of Carnage Cast. This week, we talk with David Chang from the Schenectady Wargamers Association. David spent Carnage and Wonderland participating in Dipcon, so he tells us a bit about how that went for him. Then he provides the scoop on the Schenectady Wargamers Association's goings-on, particularly their monthly gamathons and Council of Five Nations, their annual October convention. For Autopsy of a Game, Chuck, Robert, and Rod gather around the table to discuss Endeavor, a recent but popular title from Z-Man Games in which players range across the world to collect natural resources for the powers of Europe and maybe get into a scrap or two along the way. Before we get into the episode, remember you can always visit us on the web at carnagecon.com. Leave a comment there, give us a review on iTunes, or join our Facebook group. And now, Interview with the Gamer. Now, Interview with the Gamer. I'm here with David Chang, uh, one of the officers of the Schenectady Wargamers Association here at Carnage this weekend. David, how are you? Doing great. How's the weekend going for you so far? Uh, for me, it's been up and down, but it looks like it's been another good show. I committed to the diplomacy tournament all weekend because they had the national uh, DIPCON championships here. So a few of us from SWA wanted to come and really help make that a success. So I played nothing but diplomacy this weekend. I got totally blown out of my first two boards, which uh, was not a good start for me. But uh, I redeemed myself a little bit on the third board and, and did it well. So, Is there a particular moment you're especially proud of? Um, no, it was, there was a lot of frustration, but uh, I, I guess at the end, when I was the second on the board, that was, you know, and I was on a board with uh, a guy who was a former national champion, and we were fighting all game, and, you know, I, I was bigger than him at the end of the game, so maybe that was the, the best I could hope for at that point. Well played, then. There you go. So, SWA, tell me more about this Connected Wargamers Association. Well, we've been around a very long time, uh, probably, I don't know the exact number of years, close to 40 years now maybe, um, and I've been involved for much of that time. We have a, a good established group. We do our annual three-day convention, Council of Five Nations, in October. It's always Columbus Day weekend, which is usually the second weekend in October. We have 11 times a year a monthly gameathon, which is a just Saturday thing, um, so it's like some people think of it like a little mini-con where we have somewhere between, you know, 8 and 14 events between two time slots on a Saturday. A lot of mix of all sorts of stuff. So, you know, we're very active in the community. We help bring people together. So even outside of the game and outside of council, we're helping people find each other and go play in their living rooms and so on. So things are going well with the club. Great. So the next council's 11 months away, but... If there's, is there anything you're looking for, especially looking forward to for it? We, we've had a very good run of councils. We're talking about, and if you sign up for our email list, you can be in on the discussion. We're talking about, like, we've been averaging around 250, 275 in attendance for a few years now. And we're th- there's space in our facility to grow. And we're in the talking stages about if we want it to grow more, like, not just incrementally, but if we want to make a big leap, like maybe go to a 350 range, what would we have to do? And so there's kind of preliminary talk about what might we do to jump from the 250 range to the 350 range in attendance and expand the space and diversify our offerings or get a lot more people in the door or something like that. So that might happen next year, might not. We're, we're just starting to talk about it, but we'll see. we got a few months to figure that out. Do you have any personal goals for this year? 
I, I, there's nothing specifically I would identify along those lines. You know, really, if people in the community are coming to our events and having fun and playing games and learning new games, you know, we see ourselves as very customer service oriented. We're not a business. No, nobody's making any money off of it. But, you know, we're here to facilitate good gaming and help people find each other who want, who have common interests. And, you know, I guess that's the overarching goal of just doing a good job, running good events, and making people glad that they showed up. So if people want to know more about Council of Five Nations, the Gameathons, or just gaming in the Capital District, where should they go? Obviously, the first place would be the website. Uh, we have a fairly well-populated, well-maintained website, and that is www.swa-gaming.org. Pretty much anything you need to know about the club is available on that site. There's a link to sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, we've got over 500 subscribers around the Northeast on that newsletter, so we use it not just to promote our own activities, but also regional activities that anyone in, on the list might be interested in, in in the Northeast. You know, like Carnage and Total Con, all those other cons, we all have good relationships and we, we share information, so we really try and get the word out so people can know about all the good gaming action that's going on around the Northeast. David, thanks for taking time with us. Hope you have a good rest of the weekend. Thank you, sir. Next, we take you to an autopsy of a game. Hi, this is Rod again. Uh, we're here for another autopsy of a game. Uh, today we're going to be discussing the game Endeavor, which has been out for a few years, um, by Z-Man Games. With me is Chuck. Howdy, people. Jay. Greetings. And Tyler. Hi. So Jay, we're gonna let you, we're gonna let you tell us. <laughs> Jay, we're gonna let you tell us about uh, Endeavor. How how what what type of game is it? How does it get played? Right. So Endeavor is a board game. It is a game where for up to five people, a, you are playing a European power, and it's a nondescript European power. You're not playing England or France or whatever. Not not set historically then. Yeah, right. The, the board game centers around. Picking out colonies and working on trade routes to get to various areas of the world and colonizing those areas of the world. And it's a combination of track play, card play, and building. Every turn, there are seven rounds in the game. Every turn you build a building, you get a little non meeple to play, a little circular meeple. Workers. 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 That you can allocate. Right. And you use them to perform particular actions which progress you along the shipping tracks which, and then when the shipping track is open you can colonize that area of the world uh, you can purchase cards as an action and all sorts of other things the whole point but it's a it's a victory point game and where you end up on the various tracks at the end of the game determines your victory points right so uh so you, you purchase these buildings now these buildings allow you to do certain things and the actions are sailing colonization and purchasing cards which are for building additional things or, uh, or how do the cards right. work the buildings are usually an action oriented item some of them have just some particular benefit like bank gives you two gold theater gives you two culture workshop gives you the ability to build better buildings because right. there are levels of buildings correct right so and it's it's all about what you have the cards are simply more resources of particular types which push you along the track. 
Right. And, and building up resources allows you to get victory right. points at the end. So the more brick you have, the higher level building you have. The more culture you have, for some reason, the more people you have. The more uh, shields you have, the more government you have, which means bigger hand that you can keep for right. victory points. And gold is the last thing which allows you to take take people put people used, into work, right? People that you've already put onto buildings back off and into your supply. So if you get a bunch of buildings and you never work on gold, your buildings fill up and you have no activities. Right. So it it is a it is a a cap and balance kind of game. Yes. So is this reason you don't like it, Tyler? I feel about Endeavor that it uh, it's an, it's one of those engine games where you spend the whole game getting to the point where you can do a lot of stuff. And then it's over. And then it's over. And in the meantime, I have killed no monsters, found no treasure, and not saved the world from anything. You know, that's the way I feel about Conan. Just as the game gets interesting, the game's over. But I feel that this game is interesting from beginning to end because I like building production games. You're one of those entrepreneurs. You like the beginning of every of industry, and then once it, once everything's fine, like, you're done. Now what's the point? But Dividends. Dividends. <laughs> That's when you retire and profit. Now, now there actually is there is a, there is warfare in this game um, because it, it's another action. You get colonization, where you can just go ahead and colonize certain areas of the world, and, and the areas of the world are represented. You can go to India, Africa, the New World. Then there's barracks and fortresses, which allow you to blow people out of their colonies. Yeah, because one of the nice one of the things about this game is if you own both ends of a trade route, you get to pick up the piece in the middle. So there is a definite reason to go to war. It's it's not personal; it's strictly business. I mean, it's like The Godfather. You don't whack somebody. Well, unless Chuck's playing, in which case, yes, yes, it's personal, and I and and we seem to attack each other like we're Catholics and Protestants in the 16th. I never century. attack anybody in any game. Now the pieces the pieces <laughs> you're talking about are are actual. Um, there are there are discs that go on the spaces in uh, on the board, and these discs represent the bricks, the culture, the gold, and the shields, which which also move you along the track at the same time. Right. It's actually and, the treasure you get from the new world from sailing, and the other players are the monsters right. that you slay from sailing, from colonization, <gasps> and from warfare. The thing I've I've seen is is it it tends to be a close game. There, there are t- sometimes there are occasional blowouts. Correct, but in that case, everybody else lets somebody get away with something. Right. I like the game well enough, but my biggest kind of problem with it is uh, it's a little bit like Tyler was saying. I think that there's a couple of buildings that everyone grabs right off the bat, uh, and there's a couple of strategies that pretty much will lead to maximizing your victory points at the end of the game, and. Uh, Pieces that are placed randomly on the board to distribute the the various uh, goods and stuff like that randomizes it a little bit, but not a whole lot for me, because uh, the cards in each of the regions are basically the same order every time because that's how the game works. So I find that after five or more plays, it doesn't draw me in as much to want to play it again that it did the first couple of times I played it when I was. Kind of, this is a really cool game. Then after I saw how it played out and played out very similarly, I kind of started losing interest in it. So, so the replayability is a problem for you. For me, yeah. Would you saying it's a solved game? I'm not sure it's solved, but it just seems like if you're playing with people who played it a lot lately, they go after just like a couple of different strategies, and you can pretty much see what they're going to be doing for the whole uh, game from that point on. I, I I see the game much more as. 
I suppose you can you can have a philosophy and a particular strategy to go to, but I find that the random counter mix makes it much more a game of opportunity. And you can have a, you can have a strategy, and somebody's going to mess you up somewhere along the line. Yeah, I I think I would agree. Um, I I don't necessarily think that it's that there that there's a replayability problem with it. Um, it's not something that I want to get out all the time, but it's certainly a game that, that, that I enjoy playing in it. It's always a little bit different. There's always the, the, the randomness of the, of the chits coming out um, and, and, and who's playing with you and what they're doing can make, it, can make a difference. There is a limited number of buildings, so the buildings, there are buildings like Chuck said that, that people go for all the time. An expansion that had more building choices might be something that... Right. And unfortunately right now this game is out of print, so uh, it's hard to get a hold of. Yes, they they I didn't bring my copy with me to Tobolcon, and they didn't bring their copy. I went to get one from their dealer room where they had half a dozen game stores. That's all I had, the same kind of game store, one store after the other. Right. None of them had it. No, well, that's, that's because it's not in print anymore right now. Z-Man Games is between printing, and whether they reprint it or not. Will be questionable because Philosophia taken over Z-Man. True. Right. There's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Um... I I enjoy this game. If I'm playing a game like this, though, I I think that uh, uh I think Navigator, which is one of the Rondel games, is a little little bit better for me. Or it's a little for theme. theme for theme theme wise. Um, it's certainly set more in a, a more historic Portugal setting. But I you know Endeavor is, is a game that I'm never I never say no to playing if it comes out. So I'd like to point out that Rod never says no to a game. He is a game, and you can bleep out this word, Tyler. This this is probably true. I will, call a s- I will try just about any. I will try just about any game uh, at least once. So there are some that I like to take out more often than others. You know, if if Rod insists on us paying for him to play games, I insist that we see those games on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> those so are the any, tapes I never want to see. <laughs> Tyler, any final any final thoughts on Endeavor? I think it's great for people who enjoy abstract economical engine games. That's not me, so I always pass when it comes out. Jay? I love this game. I really do. I think it's it's up there with Dominion for what am I going to do for an hour and a half to two hours? If you're if you're hanging around waiting for a game, I, I like, you know, Dominion card game is, is really good for that. This is good for that. True. It's not one of those games where, I, although... Like when I go to TotalCon, there have been weekends where I've gone down there, and I ran pickup games of this all weekend long, teaching new people how to play, and they and they have a good time. That that is true. I mean, this is this is a quick game. It only goes seven turns. Uh, usually, you can play it in an hour, a little over an hour, hour and a half at most. It it it, it is a nice. I wouldn't call it a filler game because it's certainly deeper than that. And it's got all the fiddly bits that make right. it a bit of a pain to set up and. Well, yeah, so, I, but I, once I, it's set up, I can you you yeah. can, you can yeah. play a couple games Quickly. of it in you know two and a half hours. The, the best thing I have to say about it is it's one of those games where you do not wait fifteen or twenty minutes for it to come around to you so that you're doing something. It's it's very much it's one of those games where activity goes round and round, and so people have to stay focused on the game. What? Yes, Chuck. <laughs> And, and and they don't have a reason to wander off like some game because you don't you have to sit there and wait a long time. I much prefer games where there's a lot of activity and there's little pauses than quick quick games. Yeah. So that's Endeavor. This is uh, this has been an autopsy of a game and. Uh, 
tune in next time when we'll be discussing some other games. Chuck? Later, folks. Okay. Death to Chuck. <laughs> Tyler? Let's play something better. Yeah. Yeah. Let's enter the Kill J phase. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. You losers, you are all going to pay. You've been listening to Carnage Cast, a production of NNEG LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit us at www.carnagecon.com. <laughs>